uh, perhaps there is a better way, we think so. Um, for we are now on a different basis, the basis of trusting and relying upon God. We trust infinite God rather than our finite selves. We are in the world to play the role he assigns. Just to the extent that, that we do as we think he would have us and humbly rely on him, does he enable us to match calamity with serenity? We never apologize for, to anyone for depending upon our creator. We can laugh at those who think spirituality the way of weakness. Paradoxically, it is the way of strength. The verdict of the ages is that faith means courage. All men of faith have courage. They trust their God. We never apologize for God. Instead, we let him demonstrate through us what he can do. We ask him to remove our fear and direct our attention to what he would have us be. At once, we commence to our growth fear. Okay, so that's the reading today, Paul. I'll hand it over to you. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. Welcome, everybody. Uh, yeah, this is, they use uh, very uh, fundamental or words that imply the fundamental conditions, which is basis, attitude, and outlook. So you're going to have a new attitude and a new outlook. You're going to be on a different basis. And that basis is they're giving us two options, really. One is trusting the finite self or trusting the infinite. And they would <clears throat> they say trusting the infinite is the better way or perhaps is the better way. And hopefully you start seeing that as attractive by the failure of trusting the finite self and where it led us and where it and, and ended us up. Hopefully, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the true value of that, let's say, uh, crazy life was that it showed what was leading us is failed, has failed, will fail so that we can turn away with the help of the program from the trusting the finite self and start to trust the infinite. And we will know the tree by its fruits. We'll see the demonstrations as it says here. Uh, yeah, so I really believe it's important to tell the truth about <clears throat> the old employer uh, uh, which makes the idea of a new employer very attractive. <clears throat> if you don't see the old employer, let's say, as something other than you, it's going to be the new employer <laughs> once again. So, uh, <laughs> the tricky move is the self may try to trust the infinite. And then it'll report back on how it's doing. And it basically, its underlying basis is trusting the finite. Yeah. So self can't get out of self. And I don't believe self can get into God. I just don't. Yeah. It's just that simple. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> and I don't have a take on the 12 steps. They're sound. They're beautiful. The take we we present here is a fundamental one, uh, one that 
is rooted in a new basis, which is looking at self as something foreign to us, instead of looking from self as us, yeah? And we may not believe we're looking from self as us, but if you start entertaining these ideas, I feel you're gonna come to that conclusion, yeah? And then you're gonna really see the great value and actually the way out of self can't get out of self because in a way there's no way out for self concerning getting out of self but there is a way out of self yeah there's no way self is going to get out of self but there is a way out of self yeah <laughs> it's recognizing it's not us and i think it's fun it's so clearly written in the book on page 64 if you just looked at it took it word from word, being convinced self manifested in various ways. Well, what has the, is what has defeated us. We're now gonna look at its common manifestations and then resentment is the next paragraph. So it's not a huge leap to see resentment as a manifestation of self, is it? I mean, I don't see it as a huge leap to go from all right, he just they just said you got to be convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Yeah, okay. Sign me up. Uh, and if we and you if we are, we're going to look at its not ours, its manifestations. It doesn't say we're going to look at our manifestation. It says we're going to look at its manifestations. I think there's a difference between it and our. Yeah? And then it goes, okay, the next paragraph is resentment. So I imagine it's now launching on uh, describing some of the common manifestations of self, resentment, fear, harm, does, harm do, done to others in the pursuit of what we want, looking at the sexual arena. Yeah? Is there a big hole in the logic there or what? Or am I missing something? It seems to be a very well drawn out all right, this is the requirement. Being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. All right, that's the sentence. That's the requirement. Okay, if we meet that requirement, we are now going to look at its self's manifestations, the common ones. And then the next paragraph is resentment, which is the one that kills the more alcoholics than anything else. Okay, there you go. So self has defeated us. Us is different than self. So basically, you can look at the inventory uh, suggestions as we're going to do an inventory on the manifestations of self in our life. Yeah. Okay, now do that. And then look at the results that happen looking at life from that point of view. And then compare it with what it looks like when you look at it from life that these manifestations are mine. And just tell me which one leads to a traveling lighter. Yeah. Everything else in these talks is to support this investigation in a way. Yeah. Because this is what happened with me. I was in recovery. I was in the act of recovery. I was recovered from something. And then I saw that something as foreign to me. And then 
the fourth dimension became more available, let's put it that way. Yes. And here we are 34 years, well, what is that? That was 27 years later, sharing the same thing I started to share back then. <laughs> Nothing has changed really. <laughs> if you heard a talk of ours from 2000 or 1997 or 1995, it was pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah, because I was, I was brought to a point that made it very clear it's pointless to go any further unless I see this point, or I'm going to be captured by that statement, self can't get out of self. And how do you just, how do you arrive at that? By watching self trying to get out of self. <laughs> or actually, in most cases, not watching it, believing Paul, aka self, can get out of self. Yeah. And all the failures of Paul trying to get out of Paul, <laughs> with the evidence super clear because of the self-centeredness, I thought I was faulty. I didn't do enough. I didn't sit longer. I didn't blah, 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 blah. But it was really based on the, the fact that self, a.k.a. Paul, can't get out of Paul. There you go. Yeah. So this is a new basis. This is a basis of looking at the program from. Yeah. Just like trusting the infinite is a new basis. Yeah. Have you tried to trust the infinite as the finite self? Yes, I have. Did it erase all anxiety? No, it didn't. They describe it beautifully. Why are we in so much fear? We just read it. I did a, I spoke for a meeting in England yesterday, I think. We just read this section where it says here, if you don't mind, I'll read this thing. It's talking about the, the nuts and bolts of the inventory, and it says here, uh, just like it says on page, uh, page 67, it says, we ask ourselves, why are we fearful? In this one, it says, bottom of 64, we ask ourselves why we are angry. Yeah? So that's the same question. And the fear inventory goes, why are you in so much fear today? And the answer is self-reliance has failed us. Yes. Here it asks the same thing. We asked ourselves why we were angry. In most cases, it was found that our self-esteem, our pocketbooks, our ambitions, our personal relationships were hurt or threatened. So we were burned up. And sometimes they describe the threatened is fanciful or real. It's being made up by our point of view. Yeah. So there it is. Self-reliance is provoking these constant senses of resentment and anger and feeling we're getting thwarted by others. And self-reliance is the cause of the anxiety or the fear we're living in. Yeah? And then as it's, 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 it's presented in the book, it talks about, you ask yourself, what, 
what was your role in it? And two of the four things they, they suggest is self-centeredness and self-seeking and frightened. It's written all over the freaking inventory. Self is what has defeated us. If you keep calling it you, you're going to be in some form of the act of being defeated, aren't you? You're going to be in the act of being defeated when you're trying to get out of self as self. You're going to be in the act of being defeated when you try to trust the infinite from trusting the finite self. You're going to be a demonstration of the defeat of self. I think it's just like, it's all there. Just like Chuck C. Chuck Chamberlain had that book, A New Pair of Glasses. Here's a new pair of glasses. Try them on. Look at the same material from this this with these glasses and see if something is revealed. Yeah. And if it clicks for you, go for it. Yeah. It may lead you to a, a stabilized sense of the problem does not exist for you anymore, because at that moment, the problem will not exist as you. And that's exactly what it's seemingly doing when you're identified as self. The problem is existing as you, seemingly, right now. Yes? If this wasn't the case, why you, there would be no need to point it out. Yeah? But because when you point it out, it sometimes lands, it must be the case. Yes? When you describe the bondage of self, you have a sense you're in the bondage of self. Yeah? Finally, an understanding is put on it that shows you, that brings light to it, that maybe wasn't being shined on it before. And you follow that light, and hopefully it allows you to travel lighter, which is probably going to make you of maximum use, which is the agenda of the program, to become of maximum use. In other words, we're going to be used by the new employer. That's what employee means, is to use. Yeah. So this recognition is going to lead us to become of maximum use to that employer. Yeah. Which is our, our seat assignment, our agenda, our purpose in recovery. It's not just for us to be great, but it's for us to be a maximum use. To who? To what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, just going to put it out, just going to put it out, Tuesday, Thursday, I don't care what year it is, I mean, it just hit me years and years and years ago, I followed its direction, I show up and I suit up, and I have absolutely no dog in the hunt, you get it or don't get it, you thinking I'm right or wrong, it doesn't matter. I just want you to have the opportunity to hear something. Yeah, that's all. And, and, and that hearing it will be supported by the community and the constant repetition of it. Yeah. Until it becomes like a second nature, something like a habit where when you recognize 
alcoholism, you won't call it you. When you recognize self, you won't call it you anymore. <laughs> the cat is like trying to get in. <laughs> this, the cat we have doesn't know how to meow actually. So it has to demonstrate itself. It, it stands up on its hind legs and presses its whole fucking furry undercarriage on the glass door until I recognize its desire. <laughs> it was just sitting here like this. You know that thing when the, the cartoon is splattered? It's just it's, it, <laughs> such a simple agenda, really. It just goes right to the, to the heater vent. It sits on the heater. <laughs> it doesn't have any confusion what it wants. It's very clear. <laughs> in its view my maximum use is to be able to open the door for it really that's my seat assignment concerning the cat yeah i have another one concerning the dog <clears throat> i have another one concerning amelia yeah i have another one concerning you yeah They're all seat assignments. They're all, yeah. What did we learn in AA? Suit up and show up, yeah? And going to Zoom, you don't even have to suit up. You just show up. You can like wear half a uniform. I don't know what's going on, you know, below your waist, yes? Right. You don't even have to suit up. It's just show up now. So, yeah, it's a beautiful reading. Perhaps there's a better way. There's yeah. such a nice, they were so open uh, in the book with the words perhaps and, you know, no, there is a better way. There's no perhaps in it. Yeah. Oh, perhaps as the guy's sinking on going down the drain of the sink. Hey, perhaps there's a better way. <laughs> a nice gentle invitation. <laughs> Oh, so it says it says yeah. um, courage like twice in that paragraph. That's that's why I picked the paragraph really because uh, I, I did a step six and seven um, recently, and a lot of fears, a lot of certain fears have fallen away from it. And now I can Great. see, yeah. I can see, um, well, the, the the action that needs to be taken and and the courage. It feels like courage. It feels like you know, waking up in the morning and the, there might be an anxiety about a certain things. So, yeah, I, I just chose that paragraph because of that, because of that word, really. I don't know if you've got anything to say about it or. Well, I would say more to me, it's more of a feeling of willingness and then the willingness for some things has to be matched with courage. So then the courage shows up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, that, that but explains six it. and seven to me is the, uh, you know, you can just go off on the good and bad, you know, the close and far, the contracted, the expanded, the this or that. You can give the whole dualistic bucket over 
to this power and ask it to reconfigure it so that you can see the singularity in the duplicity, yes? Yeah. Yes, you can have that third eye, so to speak, alive. And while you're seeing binary things, you're also seeing a singularity in a sense, yes? Yeah. Okay. I love the idea. I did it the other night. I, uh, a lot of times stuff comes up in the dreaming, in the dreams at night, patterns. And so I, when I wake up, I bring it to six and seven. Yeah, because those patterns are look, it's like an old unconscious knot. It keeps going over. And who am I to deal with that knot? Yeah, I just bring it to six and seven. Yeah, okay. and so I was riffing on it the other day, which was, you know, uh, take all of me, the good and bad, you know, the tall, the short, the heavy, the light, whatever, just throw every comp, every combination of stuff and just ask it. Yeah, there you go. And if you stick around, you'll notice it will demonstrate just like you said, you did six and seven and you, it demonstrated there was a, a loss of fear. Exactly. Yeah. The program uh, delivers the goods. It just wants, the thing is, in the bondage of self, a lot of times it will turn your eyes away from the demonstrations of the working of the program. Yeah. It has a way of forgetting a miracle in a half hour and then constantly chewing on a seeming resentment for 40 years. So it's, uh, it's got a very mobile set of blinders. Yeah. It can move around and keep you in a tunnel vision. Yeah, with a total lack of possibility. Yeah. In other words, you can't be okay now. I will be okay. <laughs> it gives you the future hope of being okay at the expense of the possibility of being okay now. Yeah. It's insane. It's a slavery, really. Yeah. 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 So that's, you do six and seven, uh, you do it as a formal thing, you do it as any time you recognize something that's not of you, you bring it to that, which you are of, yeah, yeah. But and it then, took, a, took a long time for it to come into view, really. It took, it took a, a lot of years for certain things to, to really come into view. So yeah, when I did, I managed to... I've been told to make it significant in a way and really surrender it almost like a ceremony. So that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And the thing is, uh, there may be a reason why it took long. It had to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of time you have to be sort of like, uh, you're like a, a stringing meat that needs to be tenderized. Yeah. So, you know, you're rushing to the solution uh, when you're not ready to receive it. Uh, I think that's mercy and grace not to have it given. Yeah. So you, you get worked on by life and then it brings you to a point that you can actually receive what's on offer. Yeah. It can land. So, yeah. Okay. I see some. I see chats going on, but I can't. Yep. I can't really respond now. But I think somebody just. Uh, could you read that last one? Yeah, I saw that. Anthony, do you want to come in? You can. Um, 
Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm pretty uh, struggling pretty bad right now. What does that mean to you? Why? What's well, struggling pretty bad? Alcoholism. Well, what specifically do you want to drink? Um, <clears throat> yeah. And but you're not. No, no. Well, then yeah. something's working. Yes. Yeah, I just got out of rehab and. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll go away. No, no, Anthony, it's fine. This is the part of this whole platform. Well, do you have a plan for the day? Like, is there a meeting you are going to go to or uh, do you uh, have a sponsor well, just, or anything? <clears throat> Uh, one of the guys at my work or um, at the rehab, he uh, pretty much said to go to a flying sober, I guess. So what is I'm this? here. Yeah, and there's other meetings, you know, but can you go to a live meeting? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll leave. No, no, Anthony. No, no. Just I'm just giving a suggestion that was given to me. I had a I was in a program for two years, yeah? And that program uh, didn't uh, extend like uh, what was gonna happen after I left the program. And I ended up, I ended up going out pretty quickly. Yeah, and the importance much. Of, uh, of, the, of the rehab is to have a plan when you leave the rehab. So to go to well, a, a live meeting and start, because we're outmatched, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, where do you live? Where are you? Uh, I'm in California. I'm not sure where you oh, guys good. are at. Oh, so there's uh, lots of meetings out here. I'm in California, too. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. And can, do um, you want to get some numbers from people that are in California here? Are you near Madeira or anywhere? Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in Ontario. Oh, Ontario, down south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. This is uh, up north. Um, <clears throat> but we have some yeah, people. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to a meeting right now. Uh, the it's called the Five Hundred Two Club, I guess. Back in the day, uh, drunk yeah. driving was uh, called Five Hundred Two. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. I, I didn't mean to impose or anything. No, you didn't. We're happy to have you. And there's some okay. people that we know that live down in Redondo Beach and stuff. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. So if Anthony, if you leave your phone number on the chat, we can give it to some people down there. Maybe you'll get a call from a guy named Kurt. If you don't mind, yeah? Okay. Yeah, if you don't mind, if you want to just give uh, the person who's running it uh ben he can give we can get it to someone down in redondo beach and maybe you'll hear from him a guy named kurt he's he's had a long time in the program well think about it you can always come back and put and put it in if you want okay all right all right thank you Hey, take it easy, eh? Yeah, see you, bro. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, I'll, Anthony. Um, Kurt's on here, so 
I'll uh, pass that over. Yeah, uh, that would be Does cool. anyone else want to come in? Anyone else want to raise their hands and um, any questions for Paul? So let's say Anthony's, Anthony comes in. It's not Anthony, a new person comes in. Are you going to, you know, beat him, beat him or her down with this idea? No, you're going to suggest what would be best for them today. And the only way you know that it was best for you today, some other day, yes? And so you pass the suggestions on because I remember when I used to go to those 28 day detoxes to speak, I'd always say, what's the most important day of the 28th day program? It's the 29th day. It's what you do when you leave the facility. Yeah, because you're easy pickings unless you can, yeah, stay in contact. And and it's you need that bridge. Without that bridge, you're not going to make the leap, some people. They fall back into the chasm. So, yeah, it's important to... Uh, have a plan, so to speak, so that you can stay connected to that lifeline because you need, it's sort of like people who for an hour or two, they may need oxygen. So they need to have the oxygen until they can start breathing again. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that happened with me. I left that Delancey street and I went out quickly and I went on a 10 month run and uh, finally washed up on the shores of AA. Yeah, but uh, I was completely outmatched. As soon as I left the facility, I was easy pickings. You know, the head started yeah. to talk to me again. So, well, I, I do know I'm powerless over alcohol, so. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, but hopefully get in touch, you know, do, do, go to a live meeting if you can. That's, that would be a suggestion. I will. All right. I'm sorry to pause. I'm, 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 right, I'm done. No. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I saw Jack had, had his hands. Do you want to come in, Jack? Hi, uh, Jack. <clears throat> Person in recovery. <clears throat> so, Paul, uh, you know, uh, the whole sobriety thing, you know, I've been sober for, um, out of the past 32 years, I've been sober for 30 years. So sobriety itself, physical sobriety doesn't seem to be a, be a, uh, issue once I, you know, uh, once, once the, uh, obsession has lifted, <clears throat> But uh, what I've what I've found lately is that, uh, and I don't know, this might just be something I'm going through now. But uh, you know, my seat assignment's pretty good right now. It's probably even better than I realize it is. And uh, sobriety's good, and uh, I quit smoking, and um, I've been going to a lot of meetings. But here's the thing. <clears throat> that I've noticed is uh, I'm really not interested in, uh, in helping anybody. And, and, and I gotta be careful how I say that because it's not in a, 
even in a selfish way. It's just, um, you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of people about this disease after the, uh, the last 32 years. And, you know, unless somebody actually comes to me and is really looking for like help, um, I, I don't have a whole lot of interest in it, you know? And uh, again, I, I don't mean this to, to, to make it sound selfish. If someone asked me for help, I certainly would, but I'm not going out looking for it, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, so I don't know, maybe you just had some thoughts on that. It's funny that there's a new guy here looking for help because this is what's been on my mind. Thanks. Well, I don't think that's funny, is it? Well, <laughs> it never is. It's it's never a coincidence. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or maybe Jack, you should talk to Anthony. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. You've been asked to dance, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll you tell know, you. Yeah. Hmm? What? No, oh, no, oh, no. I, I, we're not always with, I was speaking with Jack, but to Anthony, oh, but uh, Jack, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, if you've been sober a long time, life doesn't stay on a usual, a certain level. It goes, it has tides, yeah, low and high tides. And sometimes you're extremely enthusiastic. And sometimes I realize that, uh, Willing, willingness doesn't have to look enthusiastic, yeah? You just have a clear, sober assessment of your situation. And, and that's the beauty of being in the habit of being sober. You don't always have to be completely gung-ho and enthusiastic because you, the habit will see you through when there's a little change in the uh, sea level, so to speak, yes? Yeah. Sometimes you're doing a lot of seeming service and then you are a little reclusive or you just don't want to work with newcomers you want to work with people with time and yeah it goes on and on yeah the pr primary thing is you never left sobriety yeah yeah and you've been available yeah so after 34 years yeah things so i i can imagine i was more excited about recovery than and uh, at times than I was at other times, yeah? But I've never left recovery. I've always been sober. Yeah, that's the good news. Yeah, yeah so this is a basis, yeah? And then the basis, the basis doesn't have like the highs and lows. It's the equalizer that allows you to travel lighter through the highs and lows, yeah? I'm not always on a seeming pink cloud yeah but i'm always sober <laughs> so yeah so that's how i would see it jack yes yeah and sometimes the condition you find yourself on you may not be the most helpful to a young person because you don't have the oomph anymore to call have them call you every day and you know go go <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I don't want to go to young people's meetings, maybe. <laughs> I remember I spoke at this young people's convention, two of them, I think, two or three of them. 
And man, they were caffeined out. They actually, uh, they made a deal with a Starbucks and they had a Starbucks in the lobby of the place 24 <laughs> seven, drinking coffee drinks. It was insane. There was like 2,400 of young, fucking insane, hopefully to be sober characters. <laughs> <laughs> they had chants and everything. Every time someone would say something, they would chant something. It was, it was great. I stayed in my room most of the time. I was there. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a long period where people would call me to be of help and then I would get ready and then they'd call me. They didn't need any help, like tons of time. So I got the I got the the kudos, but I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> you, know, you know, they call me up one o'clock in the morning. Hey, we got this guy. Can you help? I said, all right. I stopped putting my pants on. They call me back. Oh, no, don't worry about it. We have it handled. So I, all right, great. <laughs> So when it says willing to go to any lengths, there may, there may not be any length at all. It's just the willingness is the key, yeah? Yeah, so. All right, anyone else? Not at the moment. So, no, there's no hands right now. All right, great. Oliver. Uh, Oliver wants to come in. Do you want to unmute Oliver? Hello, Oliver, alcoholic. Uh, thank you. Uh, Oliver. Hi, Paul. Uh, so uh, I actually wanted to, you know, ask a question that you know it's similar to what you've just been talking about. And uh, recently, I just had above the average encounters with uh, either newcomers or people that kind of uh, I sense they that they feel troubled and uh, you know in the beginning I have to say I I kind of reacted in a very serene sane I think even helpful way I won't go you know into uh, into more you know reviewing of this uh, but it seemed you know that I, I'm doing pretty well you know and I, that I'm um, hmm, that I'm helping those people you know in my small way and all good but you know uh, whether you know the life conspired so or whatever you know those people just kept coming you know last couple of days and uh, today as well and uh, I uh, whether it's about something else, but I currently feel slightly overwhelmed by it. And uh, I don't like it, of course, you know, I want to be more stable. I want to be more firm. I want to be reliable, you know, to those people. It's a little bit strange here in this, you know, where I live in this community, you know, I, I don't have a lot of sobriety, but I keep getting, you know, you know, people, you know, with, you know, barely sober or, in a problem or in a need, uh, you know, I, I just, you know, they keep coming and uh, um, sort of I feel obliged to 
help, not just help, but to figure, you know, for those people to represent some, you know, firm example of recovery already. You know, I don't have that much recovery actually, you know, but uh, I feel that I can really figure uh, I don't. I don't know if this is the right word, but I, I can represent those people. I can, you know, inspire those people. But, you know, um, I guess I have some sort of limits, and uh, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I felt slight overwhelmness. I don't. I don't think it's a you know super uh, heavy crisis, but I felt slightly overwhelmed and therefore intrigued. You know. And you know, listening to you already, as you you know, um, you you talked about you know a couple of examples and stories and this Starbucks machine in the in a conference and stuff like that. That already helps a lot, you know. But you know, um, I, you know, I just uh, I would like to be, as you already <laughs> suppose, you know, a little bit more, you know. I don't, I, I don't want those people ever to find out that I, you know, I'm my, my powers are limited, <laughs> or how should I say, my serenity as well, you know, I feel quantities, you know, I feel, you know, very limited in what I can do. Well, that's, and I didn't see that way. That's why. Yeah, that's why the invitations come. So you break out of that old idea that you're severely limited. Yeah. My experience with life under recovery is a lot of shit I conveniently avoided for years just kept knocking on the door. After a while, first I would have a, oh, what the fuck, and feel like I was being imposed upon. But I realized by answering the door, it was another invitation for exactly what I needed at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's what it, and so you showing up when you feel like you're overwhelmed or you don't have a, that is going to break an old idea. Yeah. So you have people come life conspires to bring these newcomers in to your life. I feel it's an imitation. Yeah. Doesn't mean you go gung ho or not. I don't know. You can take care of yourself while being available to others. It's not a either or. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, just like we saw Jack G and uh, Anthony, in a funny way, Jack G's talking and then there's Anthony. <laughs> yeah, it's just, don't you see the like the uh the anonymous you know signature on the check so to speak yeah so and it doesn't matter if you go for it or not you're not going to be punished if you don't do it or whatever it's just invitations there'll be millions of them this thing doesn't uh isn't going to take no for an answer yeah i mean to me it's sort of like love demanding itself back from you <laughs> it just stands there and it just We'll keep demanding it until it's the, the door opens and there you go. Yeah. There's no rush. So, uh, yeah. I think the most telling to Oliver was the idea that 
you don't believe you have it. And the funny thing is, you don't. The whole idea of AA is you have it by giving it away. So the way we think of having something isn't the way this works. It's you have it by giving it away. So you're having the opportunity to give it away so you can sort of have it for a while and get more familiar with it. And then these old ideas are a lot of the uh, reactions the mental state has when these invitations are authored. It, it rubs against old ideas. They show up, which they were laying in the weeds, and maybe you bring them the next uh, step six and seven, because it is an old idea. And what they say in AA is, uh, the results will be net nil until you let go of your old ideas. So in your chair, Oliver, I saw a couple of old ideas. There's your chance. Yeah. yeah. Bring it to six and seven. Maybe there's you, you have more. And the thing is, your seeming defects are as just as more just as va available, uh, valuable as anything else, because the higher power uses everything. Yeah. If ever, if someone walked into a you know a rehab to give a talk and they were perfect, there would be no identification with the the speaker. Yes, it's because you're fucked up and you're outmatched. The people can that hits the other people's hearts. Yeah, and then they have their ears open up and they hear something. Yeah. Yeah. Recovery has never established me in, oh, I've got it handled. I'm always living from out, I'm outmatched. Yeah, so I live from a sense of, of, of powerlessness and I enjoy power all day. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. This sounds like a powerful reminder. Yeah. And again, we don't want to make it like, oh, you've got to do this because that has a whole other problem with it. Yeah. These are invitations. You're not going to be punished by saying, I just can't do it today or I can't, you know. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine to take a step back as long as you're on the platform of sobriety yes the sobriety is the basic the basis the sobriety and then that you know sometimes progress looks like two steps forward one step back it does, it's not always every step is forward yes but that's the that's the nature of progress yeah you don't take a step and then you realize, wow, it's okay to take the step and then you take the step, yeah? I learned a lot of things of what to do by not doing them. <laughs> I didn't do them and then I learned, hey, I should do it, yeah? I remember I had this, this, this woman, a very beautiful girl, I was in early sobriety Alarm bells went off, but I didn't want to uh, listen to those alarm bells because I wanted something from her. And so I did an inventory around it, and the alarm bells were verified by the inventory, and I went for it anyway. And then I got whacked, 
pretty good and i learned a lesson like a dog you know i just i got my snout snap you know slapped a few times and i realized when i do an inventory maybe i should listen to its suggestion you know i mean the answer was right there and i just said i'm just gonna drive through the red light <laughs> and and yeah i had re- i had consequences and i learned yeah this is how this is how you learn how to face life successfully you learn yeah that's how you learn so yeah it's okay to be outmatched yeah hey i don't want to take a call right now you, you just going <laughs> to get punished for that yeah yeah I feel, you know how the head is, that thing that's playing God in the head has very little mercy, very little really true compassion. It doesn't know it. It's all transactional. It's all, you know, this for that, you know. And uh, we've been introduced to a more loving uh, way, yeah, that, that's much more forgiving than our head is. And you don't get, it's very difficult to disqualify yourself if you're willing. <laughs> yeah, it just, it, it'll just keep, you know, how many times have people gone out but to come back into AA? And was there a doorman that stopped them? No. The door has always been available and open. What makes it unavailable is us because we believe some fucking old idea. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, Ben. Yeah. yeah On to the you. better way. All right. Uh, Steve just said in the chat, there's, it just hits him that God is not going to punish me. No. And she, you know the thing we used to say, you know, God will never give more, give you more that you can deal with. I believe God will never, will never give itself more than it can deal with. So I'm not dealing with the shit. God is in a way. Yes. I've turned it over. I'm not dealing with it. I have admitted I'm outmatched. I am not, I can't deal with it. Yeah. I can't deal with somebody who's totally flipped out and doesn't want to listen. And yet I've been in situations dealing with them many, many times. Yeah. Yeah. My way of mastering a situation isn't through me. (laughs) It's through admitting I can't. And then I find out I can. Yeah. Yeah. So. A basis is different than an experience. It is. The basis is much more influential than how you feel right now. And we are on a new basis of life, which is trusting the infinite rather than finite self. It's very clearly defined in the book. The book is, is 
presenting the problem as a and the solution as a dualistic invitation. Yeah. Either you're in the state of trusting the finite self or you're moving to the state of trusting the infinite. Yes. It's not like you can do both at the same time. You can't serve two masters at the same time. That I believe is a very clear view or belief in recovery. They they make it a very, very distinctly different thing. New employer, old employer. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't say you're going to be self-employed, which you are in a way, but you're not going to be your old employer. Yeah. You're going to have a new employer and you had an old employer. <laughs> yes. Very clearly defined. Very clearly. It's giving us an option, seemingly. And then it describes what could fuck it up, which is th this identification as self, because you may be trying to trust the infinite as a finite self, which is trust in the finite self. Yes. So you learn, you, you walk into AA, and you, you get lent a many glasses, pairs of glasses, yes? And then you put them on, look at the same thing with the new glasses, you see something new. And if there's a, just a little bit of willingness, you'll be moved. Yeah, and you'll come to those conclusions and those effects that you'll feel a new power flow in, you'll be conscious of the spiritual presence, you'll learn that you can face life successfully, all these things start telling you you're on a new basis, yes? And then there you go. Yeah. yeah. And then one, the old basis has a gravitational pull and through the grace and the and the support of the program, we break through that gravitational pull and we enter the pull of the higher power. Yeah. We still hear the old pleadings of the old employer through you know the radio station Cape Paul, but we're not buying the product anymore and we're not turning around. Yes. I believe recovery progresses. I do. I really do. Yeah. And a lot of it has nothing to do with you. It's almost as once you get into the jet stream, the way you look at the whole thing is, hey, I've been placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on my part. That's how you see it, really. You know, <laughs> the problem doesn't exist for me anymore. Fucking I'm reborn. Yeah. How did I get here? You have no idea because you didn't do it, yeah? But you are clear something has, and hopefully that opens you up to a giant uh, vacuum of gratitude, yeah, and honor, which is gonna infuse a lightness in your day and a joy in your day. This isn't a hope, it's a fact. I've observed it in myself and others. I've been sober, I've been struck sober for 34 years. It's probably, it's the, long, it's the longest thing I've ever done other than breathing and this shit in life, yeah. It's the most solid thing I ever have done. Got sober and stayed sober, yeah. I mean, literally, 
the story of being out there, I have absolutely no connection to whatsoever, other than it's being useful. Yeah. I have no connection to it. I have don't, I'm not affiliated. I don't feel anything. I have no what, who, where, why? It's just a completely different event. <laughs> Thank God, literally. So, yeah. Let's go, Ben. Eh? Anyone else? Yeah, excellent. Yeah, a lot of gratitude for these meetings. And yeah, thank you. If you you haven't, no, everyone here has been here. So, you know, there's... You know, it's like an iceberg, let's say, and it's blocking your way. Now, you can't seem to move it, but what happens is the iceberg melts and then it goes back to the nature of water. And now it provides a way to get around the iceberg, basically. So in a way, the problem of our life is brought about a solution. Yes. Hmm. That some of us, if it was, if you would have had to have gone through what you had to go through to arrive at or to enjoy this, you would probably make that deal. Yeah, it's been that joyous or that to be able to enjoy peace of mind, to feel this presence, this new power flow in. Uh, if you if you looked at it on a scale, I would say I would have been willing to go through every all that shit if this was the result. Yes. I mean, it's, if this is if that is what it took to wake up to this, yeah, I would see that as a great fucking deal, really. Yeah, I would. Maybe the way I was, I wouldn't appreciate anything. Yeah. So this meat had to be tenderized, <laughs> get run over twice by the same car, shit like that. Some heavy tenderizing. <laughs> Who knows? I don't care. All I know is I'm here completely. I can't be more here than I am <laughs> right now. <laughs> and I can't be less here than I am right now. It's just... You're so smacked down in hereness. It's just, uh... <laughs> yeah. So, anyone else have anything? No, there's no no more hands. No. 
All right. Well, maybe we can say goodbye. Oh, yeah, we can do it now. All right. Hey, Michael Stacy, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Mickey, as always. Yeah. John in Florida. Pleasure to know you, John. I'm happy you're, you're, uh, it's nice to be excited about freedom. It's very nice. Yes. Thank you. Virginia in the UK. Nice to see you, Virginia. Thanks for lending your lovely presence to our meeting. We got Alex and Jacob. There they are. Always a pleasure, you two. Yes. Right back at you. Yeah. We got Kathy. Nice to meet Kathy. See you. We got Chris. There he is. Nice to see you, Chris. Jack. It's in a rocking chair. Yeah. We got Ben. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. Uh, we got this thing is. We got uh, uh, my brother from another mother. Yes. We got Oliver. We, oh, there's Nanette with those the, the candle. Very nice. <laughs> Nanette's a wild character, I imagine. Yes. We got Al from Vegas. He's uh the beer has re- the beard has returned without Al knowing it. Yes. 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 We got Chris from Kentucky. Oh, always a pleasure to talk with Chris. Yeah. We have a few characters from Kentucky that come around. We got Bill Church. I hope your back is uh, being nicer to you today, Bill. Little bit, Kurt. Thank. I mean, little bit, Paul. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, when Paul passes away, Kurt's going to take over. I'll just have <laughs> Kurt. Yeah. I'll just send him some of my clothes, and uh, yeah, he can step right in. He's already working on the haircut. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm re- maybe I'm trying to become Kurt. Who knows? Yeah, could happen. All right, we got a new. Nice to see you, new as always. Kurt, as always. Kurt, you feeling all right? Yeah, things are on the mend. Yeah, the yeah the legs healing well. Yeah, we're doing good. All right, good, good. We got Joseph from in France. Nice to see Joseph. We got a new there. She is. She's uh, yes. We got Nina. Nina's outside somewhere. Yeah, looks nice. Nice to see you, Nina. We got uh, Bruce. The uh, what was that guy, Nina? The uh, the 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 godly thief, whatever something. The holy thief. Hey, he's oh, gonna be at, he's gonna be in Palm Springs while we're there. So I might have to introduce you to him. He's uh, he's, uh, re- uh, he's retired quite with what? quite a lot of funds. What? <laughs> I said he's retired with a lot of funds. Oh yeah. With a lot of funds. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just made a movie about him. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah, very wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's not. It's all right, very you bad. Very up bad. With all these shenanigans in the. Yes, uh, I know. It's terrible. It's terrible. The rehab spiritual. Yes, yes, it's terrible. Yeah, Bruce. Nice to see Bruce. Bruce has faced life successfully for quite a while. There he is. We got Steve. Uh, yep, from San Diego. Nice to see you, Steve, again. Kathleen, confused and happy. We got Chris from Mammoth Lakes. Yep, the snow is on the mountains for sure. Good to see you, Paul. Good to see you, Chris. Don't hesitate to call me, Chris, anytime. Jess, I saw had left, but now she has reappeared from Ireland. Jess is uh, just a lovely spirit. It was very nice to dance the light fantastic in Italy. Yes. We got Annette. There she is down in uh, the Pennsylvania area. I have a question uh, for 